0: Some people like to say started from the bottom now here, but today's guest actually did it. I mean, my man took his business from running a cheap push mower out of the back of a Honda prelude to a highly optimized and successful six-figure solo lawn care operation in just a few short years. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, where we help you set and reach new milestones in your service business. My name is Matthew Armstrong, and I'm your host, and I have an awesome New podcast for you that we recorded at Equip Expo 2022 just a few short weeks ago. And I'm really excited about this one because on this episode, I had the pleasure to interview David Avondo, better known to his 44,000 Instagram followers as Mowerman LS. Now, David keeps his followers entertained and energized with funny and inspirational videos, but he also does an incredible job of sharing and boosting other people's content. I mean, we're talking about a true team player. Now, before we jump into this episode of the Checkpoint Podcast, I want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Check, our business management app to help you run a better, more efficient, optimized, and automated business. Check handles all of your routine admin tasks so that you are able to stay in the field, make more money, and spend less time on admin tasks. Leave your admin in the field with Check. You can start your 14-day free trial right now by going to hellocheck.co slash download or go to the link in the show notes. All right, let's jump into this episode. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast. We are at Equip Expo 2022 and we are just kicking it in our Airbnb slash temporary podcast studio. I got David the mower man. Yes, here to mow some yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not here, right? Yes, they, they, don't, they won't actually let us cut grass here. I know,
1: they just let us run the mowers and pretend to mow. And
0: I know, I wish there was like a massive overgrown field. Like honestly, the way that it should be done is they mow paths on that massive like back acreage, but everything stays super tall. They like let it grow for months. And then we get to demo the mowers, yeah that would that's be badass. that's what I would like to do, but anyways, dude tell so tell me like i I actually seen some of your content on I think Instagram first, and you're out of around Dallas, right?
1: yes, just thirty minutes and no, I was actually in McKinney, Texas,
0: yeah, dude, I grew up like so close to McKinney.
1: How have we never met, bro? It's not like Dallas is like a massive Metroplex. You didn't hit me up. You could have just sent a
0: message. (laughs) Could have
1: requested a bid. Yeah. I was like, hey.
0: That's awesome. uh, I got
1: a website too. Okay. Moremanlawnservice.com.
0: That's awesome, bro. Do your do your clients like that? Like that brand? Like how simple and, and like professional? Because you got yeah. a professional looking logo.
1: Yes, and then I have it on the side of my truck, my website. Yeah, I don't put my phone number because I want them to put an inquiry on the website, which brings it yeah. up on Google automatically. Oh, let's go. The
0: more leads you get into the website. Did we just get like an incredible SEO hack? Is oh, that for I real? Should, yeah. So the <laughs> the more the more people who fill out your form the higher you rank on google yes oh my gosh
1: i I go back and forth between one two and three okay depending on what day
0: like if i search lawn care in dallas texas
1: no you'd have to do
0: lawn care mckinney
1: mckinney texas
0: now do you do you serve like dallas and mckinney like it's all so massive like do you solely focus on mckinney or do you have like other other cities around
1: so I, i mainly do mckinney okay but i go outside of mckinney to do the acreage jobs yeah because i have big mowers yeah that's legit. That's legit. Well, do, how long have you been in business? Since 2010. Come on. Started my business back in Bentonville, Arkansas, way back when. No way. And then from there, I moved to San Diego Okay. to try try the year-round market. Yeah. Well, that didn't work out. There was a drought there, kind of like there is now in Texas. Oh, yes. But the thing is, they were allowing people to water yards yeah. in San Diego, Yeah. where I was. So I went to try to find a place to go across the u.s where can i go that's booming okay housing market yes and you know money's coming in like crazy yeah they're building houses and mckinney texas was number one city you know in money magazine
0: whoa yeah
1: a couple years ago like back in i don't know like seven eight years ago it came out money magazine mckinney texas the fastest growing city you know In the country. So So you
0: just like up and roll to McKinney?
1: Yes. So I was like, hey, they got possibly year-round work. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that it wasn't year-round work, but I was like, I can take the plunge. Yeah. With my family. And I had equipment. So I started with the equipment that I had, you know, built up from Arkansas and where I was in Arkansas to San Diego, California. Yeah. So I had push mowers. I had a gravely compact pro 34 which i went out there to to texas with yeah got there and i was like shoot i'm starting to push mow everything
0: because yeah. of fences
1: because of the gates you know they uh, were 34 inch you know gates so my mower was 35 inches but a 34 inch cut oh my and i was stuck you know push mowing so many yards and i was like i gotta start looking for a different more i can't do this my Dang. my knees are killing me sometimes yeah. i be sounding like roll straight like it's <laughs> like my knees are going
0: <laughs> oh my gosh you I just know. threw him under the bus oh, so shoot. wait so so how how long have you been in mckinney then so in mckinney seven eight years okay it's also awesome. and like tell awesome. me a little bit about your business like how many trucks do you run and so it's all stuff.
1: it's just me and my son I'm basically sole operation most of the time that's awesome, bro. but we're we're still crushing it we're gonna even with pandemic and then now yeah. having inflation we're still gonna hit over a hundred thousand this year you know on, kicking man. butt. let's go definitely dude.
0: that's awesome man
1: but the the game changer was when. I started doing research obviously i had to get a 30 inch to pick up productivity so i could keep growing the business from a 30 inch you know turf master i Mm -hmm. i tried demoed other brands Mm -hmm. demoed the right i eventually ended up getting a right 32. okay and with that you know i also started pushing more social media as well yeah like more content more content whether people liked it or not i needed to post it and i noticed you know manufacturers started noticing me more yeah and then sure can reached out to me oh, cool. echo reached out to me muriamor reached out to me key tools it's awesome, uh, makita and i was like shoot this is crazy and then it just kept snowballing and then gravely awesome. eventually because i had a compact pro they decided to you know you know Hey, would you want to do a partnership with us you know what does it take to be an ambassador and that basically snowballed into what it is today <laughs> that's awesome man. different mowers and they ended up launching a 32 inch pro stance mm. which you know now is in our fleet which completely you know changed the game for us yeah. you know we're you zip on those backyards we're doing something. you know yards that used to take us you know two hours you know 30 minutes 40 minutes it's a beautiful thing yeah man.
0: like I uh, I played it off as trying to be generous, but I actually gave my push mower to a buddy to help, you know, whenever he was starting up, but really it was because I didn't want to push mow anymore, so I, like, got that 36-inch stander that I run because I was just like, all right, if I can't fit that thing through someone's backyard, I'm not taking them as a client. Like, yeah. I just, I don't want to push mow anymore. I was like, call me lazy, but I know what I don't want to do, so
1: well i i would have used the third the 36 but you know the, the gates are narrow yeah in north dallas and yeah i don't know i i just i just couldn't and i even demoed the 36 to see if i could use it on more yards mm. it was productive because it's a bigger mower sure. but i couldn't get it through the gates that was the downfall for that so Dang. when gravely came out with the 32 they're like hey do you want this mower?" i said, like, yes i want this mower." yeah
0: yeah so they sent it to me and
1: yeah <laughs> well i couldn't agree like that <laughs> i had to start small and then it just like i said it snowballed yeah. with social media content to other manufacturers and yeah like
0: what what got you into content because like yeah i mean it there was obviously a de- decision you made at some point to say like i'm just gonna take this video or take this picture and post it on on instagram or something like that like how many followers you have on instagram uh- 42, 43,000. Yeah. Like that's,
1: that's that's a big deal. And for... we keep pushing to to grow bigger. Yeah. So it it started at first, you know, with my Facebook page, you know, okay. just to show content. For, I mean, you know, my work basically. Yeah. <coughs> mowing jobs, mowing jobs. <laughs> <laughs> my wife always gets me why do you use jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so she's always correct me. So then I catch myself correcting myself too. There you go. But in your head, I, 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 would, I would post my, you know, pictures of the jobs that I mowed and then the landscaping. And then I started getting people like, well, do you have any uh, references? So mm. at first it's like, you know, I want references, you know, what's your previous work look like? And then it turned into, because I had so much content yeah. on all the work that I do, it's like, you don't need a reference anymore. So
0: you literally use social media? As your reference, yes, they are like, like this, this is who
1: I am, and they're like, oh wow,
0: that's that's an incredible <laughs> perspective because like uh, we we have we put out a lot of content on this podcast about using social media to help grow your business and you know grow your trustworthiness, but I don't think we've ever explicitly said like social media can be your reference. So go yes. go more into that. Like obviously, like the more content you have and the further back it goes the more rapport you can like automatically have in someone's mind. But like, how did you see that? Like, when did it start to click for people where they like, Hey, I want references. And you would send them your social handle. Like how did that evolve over time as far as so, making uh, it easier at for At first you? I
1: wouldn't really share too much of social media. It was just mainly business yeah. back and forth. So I would just use Facebook. Now I use my Instagram. I'm like this is who I am. I'm partnered with different manufacturers because yep. they see that I'm trying to make a name for myself and yeah. I have made a name for myself. Yeah. So at first, you know, it's it's just a struggle, but then the struggle becomes what you are. True. And then they don't ask you anything anymore. They're just like, I'm gonna pay that $600 for you to go pull weeds and add some mulch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you're like, you're like- See all these followers? Yeah, every single one of them paid me a thousand dollars. Pay me my money. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't say that, but you know what I mean. Well, no, I, but I, I get it. Like I, I got excited whenever you said that because that's that's really cool. That's a really cool way, even for someone starting up who has no clients but maybe they like do some work for friends family you can at least showcase here are my before and after so if someone's like hey can i see some like can i see some references and stuff you could at least point them towards this backlog of organized content that showcases that you're not a complete idiot right yeah. you know so that's that's really cool well dude tell me tell me another tell me something else that like you wish you would have known whenever you're starting up i guess
1: basically you know what what's going to be more productive you know what's going to save me money on cost on different machines obviously i started with the basic echo weed eater a handheld blower chore belt push mower with mm. no assist i would fold it Dang i worked gross. out of a honda fit <laughs> yes. Heck my yeah, bro. my car was a, yes. a honda prelude so it, me and my wife did, had little cars so we was like okay that prelude's <laughs> got to go <laughs> <laughs> i was like i get a truck so my first truck was an f-150 regular cab yeah kind of like ken's 5.0 but mine was a what a six-cylinder 4.2 4.6 i yeah, don't yeah. remember what they were yeah but that was my first truck and though push mower back to the truck I, I did like seven yards a day and i didn't know that you know you could charge extra for for bagging yards so back then in arkansas when <laughs> hey, i started bro. Dude, it used to take me like eight hours to more like five
0: yards. Cause you were bagging.
1: Yeah. We were bagging Dang. and then we would haul it off too. And you know, when you're starting out, you're just like, I guess this is what everyone's (laughs) doing. (laughs) You don't know, but then, you know, everything changed, you know, after basically I, I tried out San Diego, California, Yeah. went to McKinney. When I went to McKinney, I was like, we're mulching everything. Yeah. we're not gonna bag nothing yeah. and because i did that and i started kind of being like i'm gonna say what i want to do yes. and if they want to hire me this is how things are gonna go that's the whole right. thing that's the right. customer telling you this is what i want yeah you know has to go away yeah yeah. I, I, you need to put yeah. more kind of have like a strong hand and say yeah, look yeah, i'm yeah. done yeah i need to be more productive i need to be more profitable. My business yeah. can't stay, like say making $20,000 each year sure. when you're paying $1,100 in rent. Like you you can't, mm-hmm. it's not enough.
0: Yeah, man. I, and I think that maybe it, maybe it rub uh, would rub some people wrong. If you're like, Hey, I'm sorry, I don't do it like that. This is how I do it. But if you stay true to your convictions, I actually think that it helps position you as more of a professional as like, I actually know what I'm talking about, and I know you're asking for this, but this is how we do it. Uh, Dude, I had a client one time. I want to hear what you would do. I had a client one time reach out to me, and they shoot me this text, and it was through some referral or something like that, and they're like, super formal, borderline socially awkward. And it was like, "Hello, hello, Matthew, I'd like to hire you to do lawn service i'm willing to pay fifty dollars fifty dollars per cut please let me know if you're able to do this and or something like that or they just like told me what they wanted to pay okay and uh what would you do in that situation
1: so i know uh,
0: i know uh, what i did
1: so i would actually you know obviously google maps see the property okay Cause I used to drive to every job yeah, to be like, to look at it. And I was like, this is so time consuming. Mm-hmm. You go do you know, 12 yards, 15 yards, and then go out and look at, you know, another seven yards just to get those jobs for sure. Yeah. And there's like, you can't do that. It's, it's such hard. a waste of time. So basically I, I would go based off the square footage, okay. obviously. And then, so whatever I would normally charge, like say it was $40 weekly. So, The first cut is always higher, you know? So I tell them like 65, $75, you know, the first cut, if it's, you know, a foot tall plus we have to reevaluate at time
0: of service. Yeah. And and that's like all communicated in that. (coughs) All communicated in
1: the first message. There's no question. If you want to hire us, you know, you have to tell us, you know, in the return email. If not, you know, obviously we don't hear from you. You're not interested. Yeah. There's no, I don't say there's no negotiation, but sure. I just, I kind of imply that in the message yeah, basically this, by this telling the price. them this is the price. This is what I'm going to do. We don't offer every two week services or once a month. Yeah. We, we just can't do do that kind of business anymore Yeah, because you, you know, in inflation costs of operating and you, I send the email and then they come back and usually they're like, Okay, we're we're willing to start with you guys. Yeah, but at the beginning it was more fighting. Well, my yard doesn't need it weekly. I have to do every two weeks. I was like, you want it every two weeks, but at the same time, I have to do double cuts or triple cuts or quadruple cuts just to get it at a normal height. And that's if it doesn't rain.
0: Yes, you get rained out, and then it keeps raining because like I'm in South Louisiana, (laughs) dude. If I'm doing a biweekly cut and i get rained out one week or like one cut like it could be a th- it could be 3 weeks from the past cut and i'm just like this is horrible this, yeah. is, this is this is bad right but anyways dude that's any other like little tidbits of knowledge that you learned the hard way that you want to pass on to the people who are watching this keep up
1: with your maintenance on your equipment because if you don't you know you could be out there mowing and I sense a story <laughs>
0: I feel like like you're you're reliving some traumatic instances right now. You're like keep up with your maintenance
1: so I I didn't keep up with my maintenance. It were residential mowers that I was using at the beginning. And you know, I'm at a job. Luckily I had two push mowers in the truck bed. Okay. The mower just blew. It went and started smoking. (laughs) It didn't catch on fire, but it just started
0: the the mower didn't so it locked
1: no they didn't catch on fire so it basically seized the piston yeah because it ran out of oil because i didn't keep top it top it off every so often
0: Mm. so who knew who knew mowers needed oil yeah am i right you (laughs) gotta (laughs) keep keep up on that keep up with your maintenance my gosh that's awesome. Well, dude, I appreciate you spending a little time with me. I'm a fan of your content. I wish you the best. Thank uh, you. Looking forward to like seeing where we're going. I'm glad we finally were able to meet. All right. Thank you so much for sitting in on this interview. You might want to either bookmark this episode or take a few notes because there are some awesome things you're going to want to remember as you go into next season. Number one. Get a Google business page and maybe a website. It's going to help customers find you, help you win and land more jobs. Now, if you need a website, if you don't have one yet, just know that Check Pro subscribers get one included with their Check Pro membership, and we can build one of those for you that is optimized and to a professional standard. Number two, start documenting and showing off your work on social media. I absolutely loved what David said of how he started using social media. It was his online referral thought that was absolutely brilliant. It's it's Again, that's gonna help you land more jobs. Number three, should go without saying, but hard lesson learned here, keep that equipment maintained. It's going to save you money in the long run, even if it's a pain in the short term. So remember, at Check, we're here to champion you, the operator. If you got any value from this episode or any of our other content, we'd love for you to like and follow along and subscribe so that you don't miss any more episodes. Speaking of the next episode, Matt and I had an awesome conversation around whether to keep a small, narrow list of services or expand more into full-service landscaping. That's going to be a good one. So make sure to like, subscribe, follow along.